0: For us, homeschooling actually is a lifestyle. We believe that you can learn what you're passionate about through anything. I can teach my kids science by going on a nature hike. Now, do we need to have spreadsheets and worksheets and tests and all of those things? I mean, I would, I would ask you to say, why do we do those things and what is unto what purpose? And so really thinking about how do you do this all? One, I don't do all this by myself. My husband and I have both chosen for this to be our lifestyle. And by that, I mean that learning happens all the time.
1: Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson.
0: My name is Mats Andersson.
1: We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world.
0: Are you an IP parent?
1: Hey, this is Ariel Anderson, and I'm so glad that you're here. Uh, If you are new here, hit subscribe and uh, be on this journey with us. It's uh, all about not suffering anymore as a parent, as a mom, uh, because health and your path and your path inside of the family, it's all interconnected and I want to be a part of making life better because I... (laughs) All of us, you and me, we are in a daily wave of the amazing moments and the really challenging moments, and uh, so here we are together, and I've been really raw this week, I'll tell you honestly, uh, because there's just so many, so much emotion around, and I feel uh, that I keep pushing myself to, you know, get this midlife pregnancy program out and get things moving and, you know, do, do, do. But there's a part of me that just wants to be. And I realized that that's been the happiest moment in my life. And right now uh, in this astrological time, just before the birthday, because I'm going to turn 50 this year, you guys. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. This is not exactly how I envisioned (laughs) what that period was going to look like. But here we are. And uh, it's constant learning and growth. And and we're here in this together. And uh, I'm so happy that you're here and hoping that the stories that uh, we're sharing here are are making a difference some days and I know that wherever you are in the world that you you have your own story and uh, so this week I have Mrs. Heather Torres and she is a dynamic woman. I caught her in a, I was on a challenge. I've watched a lot of videos with her Think Media group. It's, she's the COO there. She's also uh, got a homeschooling channel, and my intention when I contacted her was just, I was just thrilled that she was doing it. She was successful and very, you know, showing up for her family and her partner, her husband, and how how is that working i just i want to share people's secrets like how are you doing it like what is the mindset what's happening how what are the actual facts in the situation because there are moments when you and i are struggling right it's just it's tough sometimes especially with what's been buzzing around and i i actually had a conversation with her some weeks ago at the edge of mercury retrograde and unfortunately that amazing almost hour and a half conversation uh disappeared and did not record and I was devastated and these imperfect moments happen and in the past I probably would have just said okay well that's that because I'm too embarrassed to contact them and tell them what happened Uh, but I knew that this message that Heather had to offer was important enough to jump over my own (laughs) embarrassment and so she's back and uh, with a lot of gems and so this week unexpectedly we ended up talking about homeschooling or rather home education and then next week is going to be talking about how to integrate everything together as a mom, as a parent and some things that work and uh, so they're both really, really good episodes and uh, not too long so we broke it up so that you can kind of consume in small pieces because there's just too much going on and this week uh, I... I just was blown away, you guys. I'm serious. This August, September, there's so much pressure. Do I do? Are you going to put your kids back in school? Do you feel safe? Do you feel comfortable with that? Well, I know that you probably don't want a repeat of what spring was because trying to replicate replicate the system that was meant to have kids in person at home while doing what you're meant to do every day, whatever home projects or uh, your work or your whatever you're creating and doing in life. It, it's just too much. You can't do that like a seven hour day doing things as you're supposed to in school. And so Heather has opened the door and the ceiling and the windows. Everything is, there's a lot of light shed on the possibilities and maybe you only do it for a year. Maybe you decide to do it longer because you want, and or you're being pushed in a direction of completely redoing your life to be better, to feel like it fits you, fits your kids. And this is what she's talking about today. So definitely uh, stick around, check it out. And uh, yeah, there's going to be more next week. You can find links in the podcast to how to connect with her. Some really great videos there, just like the... Homeschooling versus public school, for example, uh, is a really good example of just the different thinking, and uh, I can't wait for you to check this out. So that's it. We're going to jump right in, and uh, just remember that you are really wise, and you had these kids for a reason. You have your family for a reason. You're on your path. It's all meant to be and whatever's happening right now even if it's good it can be better and that'll be because you're doing what you're meant to in the way that you're meant to and when your kids see that wow what a gift that your kids can see that what's possible look what mommy's doing look what daddy's doing I can be happy I can have a family I can create what I'm meant to I can have a fulfilling life, I can have energy, I can be healthy, happy, wow, yeah, so here we go guys, it's going to be a good one. So welcome Heather, how are you? Thank you for letting me start the recording, I've got the video going this time, so maybe we'll send a clip out there to the world uh, because it's going to work this time, I see the e-cam on, Woohoo! so welcome Heather.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm excited. Um, I keep wanting to look at your beautiful face, but I'm like, I got to look at the camera if there's a video on now. So I know. You taught um, me that. So yeah. <laughs> look at the dot. Look at the dot. Look at the <laughs> dot. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm excited to be here and just to serve your audience in um, just all the ways uh, and answer as many questions as we can get to. Yay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. This time will definitely be short. So th- those who
1: are, you know, just stepping in, we, Heather and I have had a Uh, another conversation and we're doing a little bit of a redo and I'm excited today because you know now I've got a lot of things buzzing in my mind. So but Heather I would love for you to just start with basically how you got to this moment in time. Take us on a little time warp moment of (laughs) Heather's history.
0: (laughs) Yes um so my current role right now is um that I am the chief operations officer of a media company called Think Media and I did not start that way um I uh, I started back in college when I was in college I was just, I was taking classes around business. I've always been fascinated with business and with marketing. And, um, for me particularly, I was seeing what was happening in the world with social media starting to happen. The internet was taking off, you know, all of, I saw, I started to see that people were making money online and I thought, how in the world can I do that? I don't even know how that's possible. And what does it look like even for, um, someone who wants to be a mother, to be able to do this? You know, how am I able to create a business or a life around what I love to do, which is marketing. And, you know, I was in college and I started to see that what was happening wasn't really what was happening. So the professors were teaching one thing and online was blowing up and taking off. So I dropped out of college and I took the rest of my tuition and I created my own curriculum off of online experts. And so I learned how to do um, all different things online from web development to um, organic and paid traffic through like Facebook advertising. And I just have learned along the way. And I did that because I knew that I wanted to be a mom. I knew that I wanted to have a family and I wanted to be able to have a flexible career. Um, I've always been someone who's been very much about kind of stepping out of the box and rethinking things, right. And not, not necessarily doing things the traditional way. Um, And so through that journey, um, I connected with a great uh, entrepreneur named Sean Cannell and Sean Cannell and I um, decided to uh, partner up and create um, what is now known as Video Ranking Academy, which is a signature course that we offer online. We teach people how do you do video. But on top of that, I'm also a homeschooling mom of three kiddos. Um, I run now two different YouTube channels. I host a podcast. Uh, We have a team of 12 people um, here in Las Vegas and around the country, and we really are just here to serve. We wanna help people understand how to use video to grow their business. It's a very big passion of mine for people to understand that this online space is real, and it is a place that every business owner should be. And so I'm on a mission, and I have a passion for helping all entrepreneurs, but I have a heart for women. I have a heart for their voices being heard through podcasts and through video, and I understand as a woman, that there's so many things that hold us back, and so I want to help liberate that, and I want to help encourage women to get in front of the camera, look at the camera, and start getting their voices out there. So that, I guess, is Heather in a nutshell. We can un- we can undo that <laughs> onion in any ways that you would like, um, but that kind of is the how did you get here? You uh, know, in, in a in a walnut, what is it called? Nutshell. In, in a, a nutshell. nutshell.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would love, well, so you, you, I love that you just kind of gave us that quick, concise version of a very big journey. I have a, a feeling. Um, I, I'm wondering inside of that, okay, so uh, were you with Sean before or after you started the homeschooling?
0: Channel. Oh yeah, really really great. Um so so Sean Kennel, he started in YouTube and he created a full-time income doing affiliate marketing and I came along to help him build the back-end business of the YouTube channel. So basically, how do we turn the YouTube into an actual full-blown business? And so through that process, um I was already in online marketing. I was already doing those skills for other entrepreneurs but I was not homeschooling my kids. We had lived in Washington at the time, and um, I had a nanny, I uh, was working um, so many hours. I mean, I was was running a business, working full-time job, having kids, and my husband and I just felt so disconnected. We felt like we were disconnected from our children, we felt like we were disconnected from each other, and we really were doing the rat race of climbing the corporate ladder and trying to build a business and all of these things. And when we um, we felt that we needed to move to Las Vegas, I mean, yeah, people raise kids here. Uh, <laughs> moved to Las. Um, I really started to unpack. Wow, I like to do things differently, and um, and maybe we should look at how we're raising our kids differently. And because we knew that we were on a mission to become financially free, we knew we were on a mission to build our own business and to create a life that we wanted. Through that, I really started to study education. I really started to study more on what I was teaching other people. And through that I started to learn, Oh my goodness, my kids are going to be adults. And if adults are struggling with this now, then how can we change the next generation to not have these same type of struggles? And so I really started to dive headfirst into a lot of research about how kids learn. And that's when we made the leap into deciding to homeschool our kids while building a business and living in a city that people don't think you should raise kids in. (laughs) So, you know, all of those things together really helped me to see – that education and even just the way that our mindsets are and the habits that we form when we're younger affect us as adults. And so I really, um, I dove into this journey of education and not, not necessarily, um, bashing the current model that is presented to us because it is a great model for some children. It just doesn't fit all families and all types. And I wanted to know that there was other options. And now I help other parents see that there's other options based on how their families are structured.
1: Yeah. And I, I listen to you and I think of so many, I I know that there's somebody out there saying there's no way like, okay, she did it, but there's no (laughs) way. I mean, I I know that our daughter is one of those who, you know, I want her to have emotional intelligence and there's a lot of other things. We have our own values as I know you do. And you don't always get to choose who the teacher is or the environment, even in a good (laughs)
0: Yep. Hello. That, life. That's life, is... right? That my my son just <laughs> walked by the camera behind us, and out he had to grab his book because it's time to read. So <laughs> I hear you. I'm there all yeah. the time.
1: Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that later. But yes. No. Uh, but I mean, I know I myself, other people, they're listening and they're thinking, okay, but Heather, how do you really do that? Because people have gotten a taste of that now. I mean, yes. I think in the past, people who wouldn't have been even considering. This conversation that we're having now about homeschooling, which you also, I know you've defined home education. I want you to explain that in a minute. But um, how do you really manage it? Because now, for example, if people are really looking at being online, you know, even if they hadn't been before, like you, you were already on that path. But so imagine, I imagine, okay, we're in a house like this, you've got the family around, you've got, you know, you want to have your connection with yourself, your partner, your family, and your business, and you're passionate Mm -hmm. about all of them. Mm-hmm. yeah, how how do you how really do, you do, do it? <laughs> how do you do it?
0: Yes, and um, first, I would just want to start off by saying, if you would have known the heather a decade ago, I was not this heather, so th- this is a journey. My husband just walked in and just handed me a receipt while I'm on a podcast, heard me say that and started laughing because he was like, yeah, that's right. You know, this is life, and the heather ten years ago would have said the same thing how in the world do you do this and why would you even want to do that like right. wh- why you know and and that seems like so much added pressure when there's teachers that can do it for you and and so i understand that mindset and so how do you do it first it's a shift in your mindset one You are their parents. I believe that God has given you these children for a reason and you have the capabilities and the abilities to actually teach them to become adults. And we have just learned in society because of the model presented to us that at a certain age, we just aren't capable of teaching our kids yet. For some reason we can invent things and we can grow businesses and we can have flourishing families, but we're not smart enough to educate our children. That's the message that's been presented to us. If we reframe that and we think, gosh, I've taught my child to walk and to talk and to learn about nature and to uh, read and to and, and all these different things mm-hmm. and and yet we think oh it gets scarier as they get older and they get older and they get older. And so for us homeschooling actually is a lifestyle. We believe that you can learn what you're passionate about through anything. I can teach my kids science by going on a nature hike. Now, do we need to have spreadsheets and worksheets and tests and all of those things? I mean, I would, I would ask you to say, why do we do those things and what is onto what purpose? And so really thinking about how do you do this all? One, I don't do all this by myself. My husband and I have both chosen for this to be our lifestyle. And by that, I mean that learning happens all the time. So yes, there are times in our day, um, and not every day, there but there are times in the day where we are sitting at a table with our kids and we're reading a book to them or they're writing a paper or what, what that could look like but that is very short amount of time during the day. That is not all day. It's not like how we envision school where it is sitting at a desk for six to eight hours. You're learning all these different subjects, all of those things. We don't even cover every subject every day. Why? Because- I, as an adult, don't want to learn. You, know, if you think about what you like to learn or how you learn, yeah, you want to dive deep into a topic, right? Like, like right now, I'm renovating a, a motorhome, and and I'll I'll loop this back. I promise on how I do it all, <laughs> but okay. I just I need I have to reframe mindset a lot of times because even under, even thinking why would you do that? I know that question comes from an air a space of that seems insane, and I can't believe you even do that? Like, that's where I was (laughs) when I used to ask that question. How do you even do that? Why would you want to do that? So let's look at this. An example. I just purchased an an RV. I am obsessed with figuring out everything about this RV right now. I want to learn. I'm remodeling. So I'm learning how to to cut wood. I'm literally learning power tools for the first time as a 35 year old adult. Right. I'm learning all these things, but I'm also then not like, I'm not like, oh, and I need to learn e-com. I mean like that, those two, those, two, but I'm learning math and science and and history and you know I'm learning so much about materials and about design and about all these things that we don't test in schools, so we actually don't think are relevant. And so how do I do this all is we actually create our lifestyle to be a learning experience. So I'm not renovating this RV by myself. I'm actually not learning this by myself. Each one of my children have different pieces that they're, that they love. Like one of my sons loves math. And so when we were uh, measuring out what we needed to replace the floor, he was the one that was doing the measuring for me. And he was adding fractions at eight years old. He doesn't Know that he's doing that. He's just doing it because to him, that makes sense. Where my daughter loves design. So she's now drawing what the interior design is going to look like and she's using colors and textures and right. And then my other son is interested in the tools and how we're doing it. And so each one of them is along the journey with us and they're learning alongside of us. And so, one, my husband and I have committed to this as a lifestyle together. So we both are teaching our kids life, like life, like like balancing a checkbook and going to the grocery store and like life things, as well as diving deeper into the things that they're excited about. I also have a team. I don't do this on my own. I don't believe necessarily in the societal things that have been told that, that women need to do in a family and men need to do in a family. I don't cook. I don't clean, my husband loves to do those things. And so, and we outsource. I support other small businesses like a landscaper and a housekeeper. And to me, that's important. So how do I do it all? Um, I believe it takes a village to raise children. And so my husband and I have support around us. We have experts around us that help us teach our kids. And we've committed to this being a part and, and the way that we do life together. So to us, it seems normal because it's just the way we do life. It doesn't seem like it's an added thing, which right now that is actually where a lot of parents feel. They feel like I I was working a full time job away from the home. My kids were out of school. And then now I'm stuck at home with my kids and I and I have to teach them is how people think about it. And for us, we've shifted that in complete mindset where. Yes, there are requirements throughout the day, but really it's like, what do you want to learn and what do you want to do? And we give autonomy to our children to have that so that they can start to go deeper into the things and really cultivate the things that they love, because that's what they're going to turn into as adults. If they can cultivate it as a child, think about how much further ahead they're going to be when they're an adult and they have already done the mess ups as a child.
1: I love this, Heather. (laughs) I do because I was definitely that person who was like, F no, I am not doing... I am not doing homeschool on top of the things I already have. And a lot of it is, I know the last time you talked, you really educated me literally because uh, there was this moment where you were defining the difference between homeschooling and home education. Mm. Because I think anybody who's listening right now and who had to take over the curriculum that was at school is getting that First, I think you had talked about maybe in the beginning you were doing that, which is what I imagined that homeschool was going to be that I had to take someone else's idea about my child and the education they should have that doesn't fit us maybe. And so then it feels really difficult to do. And then you're forcing yourself into this box for seven hours a day. and, And then everybody, including myself, I'm thinking, okay, so how are we supposed to go on with the rest of our lives? How are we supposed to make meals? How are we supposed to, you know, be in life. And you just, you are completely, you know, it is, it's it. I feel like my mind is actually kind of squeaking and shifting right now as you're saying it, like, that's what it can look like. I mean, I think a lot of us do that anyway.
0: Yes. And And this is... Yes, is that is it. exactly it. Yeah. It, that That is really what it is. It really is the idea. And I did mess this up. I say, this is the biggest homeschool mistake I made when I started was I was trying to run my business and school my kids. And I thought I needed to buy the box curriculum that had everything in it because I felt uneducated myself to educate my kids. I was like, I've never taught anyone to read. I mean, like, think about how big of an idea that is. Like, Okay, now you're gonna teach your four, five, six, eight. I mean, do kids learn at all ages. PS, let's <laughs> let's let's also think about that too. I mean, we can unpack a lot of worms, but mm-hmm. but really, like, I'm gonna teach my child how to read. But when they're interested, when you are curious about something, curiosity is something that over and over, curiosity and creativity are the two main things that people lose as they age. And when you can cultivate that as a child, that's when you see these geniuses, when you see normal people doing amazing things and you're like, how do they do that? They've still been able to capture creativity and curiosity. And those are things that are not taught in our education system because we need people to go through the system that makes sense. They need to understand reading, writing, math, arithmetic. They need to understand history that's presented to them in one way, well, I'll just say that like it's a one form history and and they're not really taught about culture and creativity and and curiosity and they're not really taught to play and to think and to fail. We're not taught to fail. And so we think these are huge things that nope, you can't do that, you can't do that and you have to be in these boxes. And so for us one of the biggest mistakes was that I thought well, geez, I need to check every box and we need to do everything every day. And my four-year-old needs to sit down and learn his ABCs. And he wanted to build Legos. Yes. He didn't want to learn his ABCs. And we see that as defiance. But what that really was, was him just saying, no, mom, this is how I learn. I'm mm-hmm. a I'm a, a kid that likes yes. to, be up and bounce. And so when we started learning, um, when we started learning nouns and verbs, PS that I learned on YouTube, I mean, like, I'll be real. I like pulled up a YouTube video and was like, these are nouns and verbs. Um, he would say them while he's bouncing up and down, like he would bounce up and down the hall and say nouns and verbs. Like, but you don't get to do that in, in those settings and, and things like Taking them to the grocery store, literally, if all you did for an entire year was just take your child to the grocery store, by the end of the year, you would be astonished at how much they have learned from reading different things, from seeing different signs, from, um, uh, from collecting the vegetables, to understanding what the budget was. To, I mean, there's so many things that we just automatically as adults do that are not actually taught but are caught by our children. And a lot of what we do as adults, really that is our education. So for us as a family, I mean, my husband right now is with the kids, with the kids, meaning he's the primary parent while I'm on this podcast, and then we'll flip. He might have a phone call later and I'll have the kids and we'll go for a bike ride or you know, whatever that looks like. But to us, it's they're with us next to us doing life with us. And we're going to teach them curiosity, creativity. Um, we're going to teach them failures. Okay. We're going to teach them how to do life things. We're going to teach them positivity and we're going to teach them routines and habits and all of the things that are not actually taught that adults struggle with like crazy. So that's, that's how we are forming our education system in our home. Uh, I love this, Heather. I, I I just, I love it. I
1: think the most, because I, I think that so many of us feel so burdened, like there's just so much. And I don't mean it in a, you know, we love our lives, but it's also intense and, and can be mm-hmm. overwhelming. And I love the idea. I mean, I think about this and, and I think how many other people are listening right now, like myself, thinking, oh, I do that already. I'm already home educating my child and I already involve my child. And I, I know everybody's different, but it, there's still that aha that you could just be in your life. And communicate you know I do this with my four-year-old she goes to the store with me she is the first one to grab the drill when we're doing something since she was one and she loves Mm -hmm. that and I always felt like you know until you say it it's oh that's a thing she's learning of course she's learning Mm -hmm. and I love that it's growing kids so confidently and imagine Mm -hmm. if we have these kids out there who are really getting this foundation that they're allowed to say how I learn like you were talking about your your son I could, I, I, this is how I learn, and I'm allowed that. I'm not being squashed down into a box of what someone says the average kid has to do. We're all yeah. the same, which we're not. Yes. So right.
0: um, that's really powerful for what can be, what the world could be like as a result. Yes. And we don't expect adults to all be the same, but yet, for some reason, we expect children up until the age of 18 to literally learn at the same pace. Or, or they, right? So like it's yeah. this weird shift when you start to really, one of the journeys I had to go on when I started learning about This when I started learning about home education, and the other thing too is I thought homeschoolers were weird. Like I was like, I remember (laughs) when I was in school, there was some homeschoolers, and they were so weird. And I thought, I don't want that stigma on my family. I'm not weird. I feel like I'm a pretty normal person. We we do normal family things, and so this idea that well, homeschool kids are sheltered, or homeschool kids um, are super religious, or homeschool kids don't have friends, or they're not socialized in the in 2020 that is just not the case i mean there there is there's so much connectivity that it's almost like we need to disconnect a lot more than we need to connect and this idea that um that that children need to be learning and be the same and test the same and there's this standard upon them whereas adults if you want to build your business one way and i want to build mine the other there's no business god saying nope can't do that that breaks the rules There's no rules, you know, and unless you are within uh, all industries are going to rapidly change before this next generation even becomes in the working force. So for us to be training them as children to become these jobs that will not be there, but not foster creativity and curiosity and independence and autonomy and and life skills, We're hurting the next generation, not liberating them because Mm -hmm. they're going to be the next ones into jobs that are not even here. What we're doing right now, you're in a completely different state than I'm in. We are having an interview over video and someone in their house or their car or while they're doing dishes is going to be listening to this did not exist a decade ago. Like. So to think right so when we think about what are models in our society that are outdated education and so if we as as parents can say oh wow we we can do this we can educate our kids they can become good citizens and good adults then i really think that we are setting them up for success not failure and and homeschooling and home education is only going to grow because there's so much, I mean, everyone's been forced into it, but there's just so much growth that can happen from it with these children who are currently doing it.
1: And, and a quick question that I imagine would come up as well is, so by making this choice now, for example, early on, and am I cutting off the possibility of them being able to go to middle school or high school or college in a different way, or do they just get tested? Like, what does that mean yeah. for options for kids?
0: Man, I love this question because this is this is what I thought too. I was like, well, if I commit to this now, like then I'm going. I have to go all the way through high school. Like they have to go all the way through college, and once you once you step your feet into this and you start doing it. Um, we committed to one year at a time. I figured I can't really mess up my kid in one year. Like, I really, <laughs> that's how I looked at it. I was like, I mean, yeah, you know, we could, we could, there's always room for growth. That's how I look at things. There's always room for growth. And so one year at a time and every year we reassess it. And even as our kids are, we now have two middle schoolers and one elementary schooler. And every year we have a conversation as a family. I believe that kids should have a say in what they're learning and what they're doing and who they are. They're, they are people that, that should have a say in what they like and what they don't like. And so we have conversations very regularly about, Hey, what are you, what are you liking about what we're doing? What would you like to see changing? What would, you know, what are these different things? And this last year, my daughter has really flourished in, um, social setting. She really, she's got some really good friends right now and, you know, she's really starting to flourish in that. And so we said, you know, what would you like to do? And she said, you know, I, I, I want to maybe go to school. And we said, okay, why? And we just kind of started asking why and why and Why? And when we got to it, it was that she just wanted to spend more time with friends. It wasn't actually school. She just thought that was the vehicle to getting there. And we said, well, OK, so if it's you want to spend time with friends and do recess, well, P.S., that doesn't even happen. So that won't happen in school. Eight <laughs> hours of your day will be something completely different. But then let's just set up more friend dates. Let's have your friends come over. Let's um, do you want to join a club? Do you want to you know, there's so many other avenues. But when we really start to think about it for our family every single year, we address it. Maybe this is the year that it would be a good thing for that child. We do it on a child by child basis and we do what's right for our family at the time that our family is making those decisions. So for us, no, you actually don't need to commit to it every single year, you can change. And there's a lot of homeschool families that do that, maybe they'll school just elementary or all the way through. Um, when you're in high school, you do as, um, in order to graduate by the school system and go to a college, we actually, uh, you wanna see what the college that your child would wanna go to if college is the direction for them. right? And it doesn't have to be for everyone. But if that is what they're like, I want to become a doctor. Well, you have to go to college. So (laughs) what do they need then as a high schooler to be considered a graduate to get a high school diploma? Every state actually has their own requirements. OK. And so there's things like um, some states require attendance reports. Some states require you to deliver what you're going to teach. So you have to write like a scope and sequence of what you're going to teach. And some states like ours just say, "Can you just sign a paper and mail it to us?" And so it really <laughs> depends on what state you're in. Um, but there are homeschool kids that go to high school. There's homeschool kids that graduate. There's homeschool kids that graduate college. I mean, it is it is just as common in homeschool as it is in public school. We just don't hear about it as much as we do. So right. um, they can. Uh, we even uh, all schools where wherever you live in the school district that you actually are in, because you are a tax paying citizen your child has access to all extracurricular activities of that school. So oh, you wow. could send your child to say music class at the school and then pick them up after as a homeschooler. We're just not told that we have these options, but you do because you're a tax paying citizen of that uh, city or county or wherever you are. So wow. there's so many options when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, homeschoolers can go to go to uh, elementary school, middle school and high school and college um, all the way through. And actually colleges, um, submit, they, they, uh, they would rather have, it was like, I think Cornell and Harvard and the, like a lot of different colleges that were big, um, did a, a study and I can look it up again, but it's like really big in the homeschool community. Cause it's like our weapon, like our <laughs> homeschoolers go to college. They said they would rather admit a homeschooler because they've already had autonomy. Most home, homeschoolers know how to learn. They have autonomy. They actually want wow. to be there because, um, because homeschoolers are just, they, they tend to be more focused because they've already been focusing on things working up to that point. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's kind of like the homeschoolers, like, <laughs> they go to college type thing. <laughs> I love <laughs> so, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but we become, I, our family has become looser and looser on um, standards. I guess, you, not standards, that wouldn't be the way to say it, on uh, societal expectations um, as we have been more and more involved in home learning and really learning about what that is. Because we know that we want to hit the state standards for whatever those are, and you can test your kids and do those things. But we also understand that those things are in place, not actually to see where kids are learning, but they're in place because of budgets, um, for school systems. And so we take those, we take those tests with a grain of salt, I guess is what we would say. So
1: (laughs) thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, I, I just felt like this piece right now, especially is so important. And because I know you're really passionate about it and there's so many myths out there about what it means to be educating your, your child. And inside of that, um, Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IPParents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and Have a beautifully and perfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.